0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. In the Mobile User Acquisition Show, we feature interviews with the smartest folks in mobile and growth, who share invaluable, actionable, tactical insights on every aspect of mobile growth and marketing, not to mention some adjacent areas just as well. The Mobile User Acquisition Show is presented by me, Shaman Rao, CEO of the mobile growth marketing firm, Rocketship HQ and produced by Karishma Sundaram, our superstar content marketing manager at Rocketship HQ. Each episode includes strategies, tips, and pointers from the leading edge of mobile growth marketing that you can use to unlock tremendous growth for your app in a sustainable and capital-efficient manner. Hi, everyone. Today, we are excited to present a very special episode. Today's episode features highlights from our new book, the mobile growth handbook 2021 edition. In this book, we have collected the best insights from over 90 episodes of the mobile user acquisition show. This book has been months in the making and it's a treasure trove of wisdom from some of the smartest folks in mobile who are working on the front lines of growth today. There are 11 sections in the book running the gamut from strategy to UA channels, to growth engineering, to virality. There is a dedicated section on iOS 14 just as well, which as we all know is especially relevant just now. You will find a link to the book in the show notes. And of course you'll find the transcript of this episode just as well. So without further ado, here you go on a selection of highlights from the book. Let's start with the all-important creative. Why do some of them work and some of them fail? How do you define success? What drives success? When we spoke to guests, a clear theme emerged, which is that successful creatives are very, very dependent on the teams that make them. We hear from Gabe Kwachi, the founder of
1: Encipia. Art directors are really the, you know, the marketers. They own like the what is being produced, and the designer makes it come alive. So we figured that placing the hit uh, rate uh, with the art directors and marketers, you know, was more of a successful outcome. And for our designers, we want to be able to, you know, produce a certain number of concepts, or once we find a hit. Uh, especially Grand Slam hit, you know, producing a certain number of iterations within a certain time frame so that we can extend that lifetime as as long as
0: possible. When we spoke to Gonzalo Fasanella, the CMO at Tactile Games, he also focused on the importance of team structure. Every time you put an analytical guy that is a media buyer, so it's a a business or business-oriented profile, with someone that is a creative uh, oriented profile and you put them in a meeting uh, and they have to discuss about what video to do next, what to iterate, the guy with the data behind with with pitching, with, with ability to pitch, to ability to convince people will tend to win 99% of the conversations. Uh, so everybody will start doing what the UA person wants to do which not only doesn't bring all the time very good results but it really diminish the morale of, of the person that needs to develop the videos because there's no ownership to,
1: to that person.
0: Alice Guam, the Senior Director of Marketing Operations at AppLovin, went further and talked about how brainstorming should be structured in order to get the best ideas for great creators from teams.
1: And we give specific directionality on what to brainstorm on. And that's super important. I tend to find a lot of brainstorms are very open ended because we, we want people to express and to be free. And that, that's all wonderful. Yeah. However, too vague or, or lack at all of direction actually results in vague ideas and poor results right, or unintentional results. Yeah. So, for example, we will write a directive, could be, the top this is the top performing creative it is falling short in that the click-through rates are really really strong but our drop-offs are too high in install so we need to find a way to iterate on this creative that maintains right the level of click-through rates that we have but we need to boost install rates by 50%
0: speaking of deeps in another section which was on hiring and leadership we focused on the challenges of putting together great teams. We heard about an unconventional hiring process from Brett Nowak, the founder of Liquid and Grit. His process optimizes for finding the best person for the role, regardless of their background.
1: We have found that experience does not predict ability uh, in our company yeah i mean we do not say that you have to have any experience we do find that if they're going to be an analyst that knowledge of games really does help i mean we generally don't find people who don't know games and then are really good analyst part but for example we've hired editors and i've gone through hundreds hundreds of editors right and this is so Mm -hmm. this is outside of games and the Two best editors i found have no experience editing. One was a, is a lawyer, and the other one mm-hmm. just happened to respond to a Craigslist ad. Our lead analyst worked at a grocery store before this.
0: You should definitely check out the complete episode for some very interesting insights. Uh, in another episode, Kathy Chernin, the Director of User Acquisition at Scopely, challenges the language we use somewhat liberally and somewhat unconsciously widely higher. hire?
1: I think culture fit is another way to be racist. Culture fit, and like I mentioned, I think like going back to when your first day of work, in your interview, you're going to get along with someone who has a similar background to you. So I'm always going to be able to chat with someone better who experienced the same things that I experienced. So my back and forth, my you know that flow that you want in a culture fit is always going to be better in someone who is like me but that doesn't create diversity
0: and she also says
1: yeah i mean work hard play hard is another catchphrase you know made by white men i'm sorry yeah. i actually prefer have a work life balance treat yourself well and do what you feel is right Yeah, Um, that's my mentality.
0: Holly Chen, growth advisor and founder at Ceiling Breakers, talks about how embracing diversity actually begins with us ourselves as individuals.
1: Someone from the pilot program mentioned that, oh, I never really fully embrace or accept my Asian American uh, identity. I try not to let people notice that I'm Asian American. I want to fit in. I want to just be one of the people and hopefully they can treat me the same. In order to fit in, we deny our identity and who we are. And where else does that denial show up in our lives? Yeah, even recognizing all these denials that we give ourselves... And I think there's implication on uh, a lot of other areas in our lives.
0: In another episode, Anisha, the founder of Bring Ruckus, agrees. First off, I, having that mindset of like the world is, is against me and is disenfranchising me. And these people are disenfranchising me. There's truth to that. You know, again, if you don't come from this exact sort of mold and you know, very frequently you are born into the mold. There's nothing you can do throughout your life to fit that mold. Don't sort of think that you're being a Debbie Downer, like you're being real. All of this is just a teaser of what is in the book. What we especially love about the insights is that they represent distilled wisdom from years of experience of our amazing guests. And these insights are immediately usable. You can pick a chapter, read it, dip in and out, and apply the insights when the situation calls. Think of it as a buffet that you can dip into at any point of time. We have found the book to be a great reference and immensely useful. We hope you feel the same, and we hope you will check out the book and this episode. Let us know what you think on the social channels, or we just reach out to us on email. Thank you so much for listening to the Mobile User Acquisition Show. If any of this was helpful or instructive, I would love for you to leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcast fix. This podcast takes a ton of time, effort, and love to produce, and I deeply value every review and every piece of feedback that you share. Thank you for listening, and I will look forward to sharing our next episode soon.